do I want limited commercials or do I want commercial free? That is often the question we ask ourselves when signing up to one of these streaming services. Now, there are some pros and there are some cons. Pros in a limited commercial is that it's cheaper. You get to see some nice advertisements and oftentimes you may even see something you want to buy. On the flip side, some of the cons is that you never know how many commercials they're going to play. It could be one. It could be two. It could be five. It could be 10 minutes worth of commercials. They don't tell you. Start, middle, finish, and always right when the plot of the show starts to thickens. What's up, nerds? We are back again with another Verb the Nerd presentation. I would like to welcome you to wonderful world of Verb. I'm your host, Verb the Nerd. <laughs> but what's up? How was your weekend? Eh, my weekend was good, you know. Where are you right now? Are you on a morning commute? It's Monday. Oh, I hate Mondays. I hate Mondays having to roll out of the bed. But you know, things are different now, now that the pandemic has finally subsided and we're getting a sense of normalcy because you see, even though I'm from another planet, I still like to enjoy the human things that you humans like to enjoy. You feel me? So, in my intro, I talked about ads. And the only reason why that came to mind was I recently signed up for another streaming service. Yes, the streaming wars is in full fledged. We are now at the point where there's so many streaming services and we're one step closer to clipping our cable cords. Do you know how long I've had cable? I've had cable for as long as I have been on the planet Earth. And ever since then, I have found myself in particular situations where I'm now faced with the decision where I just might have to cut my cable. I mean, what streaming has made it all so possible to where we don't even need TV to a certain extent? Just look at YouTube. You can watch an episode of your favorite show because somebody's done recorded it on their TV. Technology can do anything now. What do we need cable for? No, I didn't clip my cable cord. I left it to the very bare, 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 bare minimum. But I say all that to say is that I recently subscribed to Paramount Plus. Do you have Paramount Plus? Let me know, okay? Follow me on the Twitter, verb underscore nerd, to let me know what do you think. Now, the first thing I turned on, right? Okay, it's a sea of Nickelodeon shows. Okay, take your pick. Fairly Odd Parents, Jimmy Neutron, and SpongeBob SquarePants. Yep, them three. Them the main three. Them, them, them the main three, okay? You know, just the main three old school. You understand? Back when I first came up to Earth, you understand? That was the thing, you know? But, okay, there is also some good, they don't have that much original content, you know, they're, they're getting up there, but it's a sea of shows, all your VH1, your MTV, you know, but the problem came in right during the middle of, by the way, 
I'm watching currently. I'm watching The Equalizer. Shout out to the queens, you know? Queen Latifah, she do what she do it. If you ain't watching that show, man, shame on you because that show is good, you know? And, and, this, and this is where the commercial came in. So right in the middle of the show, commercial came in and I said, well, when I signed up for that free, because you know I like that free, you know, free, nothing be free. Free, I thought I signed up for commercial free, you know, with my seven day free trial. And then next thing I know, it's a commercial. What is this? I didn't pay for this. What about, I didn't pay for it at all, but I'm, you know, I might pay for it. You know, after the trial, I might decide on the sixth day at the last hour, you know, you want to make sure you get that. You want it right at 11.59.55. You want to go ahead and cancel it so that, you know, they don't charge your credit card because now all of a sudden they just automatically bill. That's one of the things about the stream, you know, they just automatically bill your card. They don't care if you have to pay your overdraft fees. Story of our lives, right? So I said, well, what is this? You know, commercials. And not just one commercial, five commercials. Like we are watching regular TV. What do I, this is, I'm not watching cable. I don't want to see no commercials. Which sparks a debate. Can you tolerate, and you can drop your thoughts on Twitter. What, what is, what are your thoughts about watching commercials during streaming services? Do you sign up for streaming service just for the idea to not have to deal with any commercials at all. Me personally, I don't want to see a commercial five. I don't I don't want to see 10 seconds of commercial. It pisses me off. This is this is this is the dream it has made us so spoiled. So spoiled, so spoiled, particularly me, to the point to where I don't even want to see a commercial. I get mad for the little 10 seconds the Paramount Plus is plays in the beginning. Now that I've you know what they did to me? You know what they did to me? Right when I know I signed up for that seven day service, I know I click commercial free because I love commercial free. That's my thing. I just told you. But instead, they gave me limited commercials. You know, I had to go back and change that real quick. And I tested it too to on the next episode of The Equalizer just to see. Nah, they gone. All right. You know. <laughs> I just, you know, the world is a, it's a, it's a crazy, scary place. And sometimes entertainment, it's just... It's a good thing. It makes you laugh. It makes you cry. It makes you sad. There's nothing wrong with it. We enjoy it, right? So, yeah. So, tell me what you think. You know, I just don't. I can do without commercials. It's just not my thing. You know? <laughs> Lately, there has been no shortage of superhero shows. And on Amazon Monday, <laughs> I came up with that. I came up with that on my YouTube channel. Check it out, Verb the Nerd. Basically where I highlight Amazon Prime's shows, movies, whatever you wanna know, Prime Video. Now I remember when Prime Video first came out. I said, ain't nobody watching this. Thought I was gonna say the S word, huh? Trying to refrain from not cursing, you know? You'll get what I'm saying. Ain't nobody watching that. That's what I said. And part of the reason I said that was because I mean, it's a prime, right? If you have Amazon Prime, you got the video, you got the music, you got everything, right? So there is no shortage of superhero shows. We have whatever you want. It's like a sea of goodies, right? So, I'm flipping through, flipping through, flipping through. I came across this gem. 
right there on Amazon Prime Video. Do you know the name of the show? <laughs> I have several shows. I have a list. I have a list that's so long, I can't name everything on it. We'll be here all day, okay? But the first thing on my list, and I cannot wait till season two comes out, is Invincible. And I just have one question for everybody who's listening. Why aren't you watching Invincible? If you are watching Invincible, what you think of it? Let me know. If you're not watching Invincible, why aren't you watching Invincible? Now, the one of the things that I do notice about Amazon Prime in particular is that sometimes when it comes to some of their content, you can look, kind of look at it twice and be like, am I really gonna like this? Does it, is Dana gonna be happy with this? Are the shows diverse? Okay, is it action packed? You know, is it new and funky content? And does it give the fans all around, is the studios and the people behind the scenes who are making this great content, can we hold them accountable and say whether they fed us good or left us starved? You feel me? So back to Invincible, right? Now everybody knows, you know, Spider-Man, no Way Home is right around the corner. Everybody's like on this Spider-Man high, right? Every, you know, Spider-Man. I've seen all the Spider-Mans quite a bit, okay? So, but you know, I love J.K. Simmons, right? One of my favorite actors, and he is in this show, all right? Parker, right? He's the original. He's the original J. Jordan James, okay? He was the first one. He's the one you will always remember, at least the one I will always remember. But he is in the show, but the show is not about him. It's about his son, okay? Who's got these powers, right? This show is so damn good. Eight episodes, beginning to end. At first episode, I'm gonna break it down for you. You wanna know if it got, it got diversity, diverse cast, everything. New and funky content. The content is so funky, you're gonna have to run out the room. <laughs> and do they and the and the people and the talent behind this show, you can tell the animation is good, the acting is great. Um the the Dana was happy, okay? Dana was happy and actually it's so rated all it's filthy, okay? Listen, by the time you get to now, just just bear with it. I know the first episode was a little, you know, you kind of like, okay, I, it's no super show, guys. Starts over, you know. Invincible is actually a really popular comic book. I've I've never read the comic book, and I don't want to. You understand? I'm gonna read it. You understand? But I want to see this right here because I like how they setting everything up and it's real nice. By the time you get to episode eight, even Mount Everest wasn't ready, you know. And if you watch the show, you know what the hell I'm talking about. If you watch the show, you know what I'm talking about. End of episode one. The guy who's supposed to be the protector of everybody is actually the god doggone villain. Man, listen, I just don't understand. Now the show, you know, it's getting up there. You know, people are watching, people watch it. But let me tell you here first. If you've heard it here first, it has been my pleasure to introduce you to the world that is invincible. So right now, if you have some time on, just watch the first episode. And if you've already watched it, you can watch it again. Is it rewatchable? Check yeah. I might go watch it right after I record this episode, just because. Because it's a good show. I think it's a good show. I like it. Tune in. Amazon Prime Video. Invincible. want to see a show that basically takes the superhero genre and blows it and blows it completely 
down to the pits of Tartarus, check out The Boys. Another show that has been on my list for a long time. And just till recently, I just started watching. And man, that is another show. And that is another show that Dana is very happy. You see, that's a show, right? Well, actually, when I think about The Boys, action packed because the action is there, right? And it also... The content is not that new. And I'm just gonna, you know, and I, the content is relevant. I won't say that it's new, but it's relevant. Okay, it's relevant to a lot of the things that, and I see a lot of similarities. Like if you really, if you really look close, you can make, um, the show does a very good job of interjecting certain um, real world situations i'm gonna say that so in that aspect and it does it really well and it makes it fun for nerds and people who are very um adapt to current world affairs let's put it that and you could also see and i, and I see those similarities particularly with homeland is where i see those similarities but i'm not going to spoil no spoiler you know so you're safe cliffhangers are like crazy each episode ends with one cliffhanger after another, which is why I find it so difficult to watch shows episodically versus binging. Now, let me know, what do you, you know, if you're listening right now, just think, what do you prefer? Do you prefer to binge a show or watch it episodically? When I say episodic, episodically, Every episode comes out like Loki. Like Loki is coming out this week, right? Marvel. Marvel has been doing it. They, they so Marvel has taken their MCU universe and then has turned it into a Disney. So I hope they continue to give these Disney Plus. And I know Kevin Foggy said that the shows or you know Disney Plus shows are not. Well, if you are hardcore Marvel. How can you not watch Disney Plus shows? So far, we've had WandaVision, which was good. But it had a lot of letdowns along the way. You know, I particularly wasn't happy with, with how they summed everything up, basically. You know, they put us on a wild goose chase. And then they came out with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which which uh, told them, yeah, yeah, you know, by the way, Disney Plus came out and said, hey, by the way, we're here to stay. And we want to let you know that people are going to be watching our shows, too. So... But I, I veered off subject with this thing called Episode because Amazon Prime Video, The Boys, and I did some recent The Boys is actually now Episodically. This is a show that I would not watch Episodically because the cliffhangers are so just, I cringe. And Invincible is also Episodic too. Every Friday's the episodes drop. I don't know if Amazon's gonna change, but these are definitely um, two shows that I would want to binge. And when I say binge, I want to sit and I want to watch it when I get ready without any breaks with, you know, at my leisure. Because I want to I want to take it all in at one time. You know, I don't want to necessarily watch it too fast because you want to take your time. You want to savor the content because if you watch it too fast, you might forget something. With the boys, each episode kind of, it creates a bigger picture. And so that that's you know that's where I'm at right now with the boys and, and um, 
But next episode, I'll have a little bit more. I'm going to do a review and breakdown on my YouTube. And it's going to be great. But let me know on Twitter, feedback, whatever. Let me know how you feel. You know, do you prefer to watch it episodic or binge? So if you're looking for something to watch, The Boys is definitely something I would recommend. They take the superhero genre and basically craft it to a way to where the heroes are the villain. That's why I say it's not really fun because we've seen several. I mean, if you DC Elseworld and all that and put the humans in a situation to where they have to now defend themselves because of the heroes, you know, some of them, not all of them, have gone rogue, have developed this out. That's the same thing we've seen over and over again as far as, you know, if you're an avid nerd superhero fanatic like myself, you've seen that before, but how they weave that into the overall arc to develop a new story, it's really good. I like it. And they're already gearing up for um, it's season three, and um, and I'm just I'm I'm excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. God of War 2, with the rumored title, God of War Ragnarok, it's a rumor, okay, has been delayed till 2022 and is now no longer a PlayStation 5 exclusive. By the way, have you been able to snatch a PlayStation 5? Oh, Walmart is currently selling PlayStation 5s, $1,084, $500 over the asset price. How did they mind? Are they out of their mind? Ain't <laughs> nobody paying for that. You know, I want God of War too. And God of War, let me just say something in particular about God of War. God of War, right? The most recent installment about him and his son, Andreas. Boy, because he just, he doesn't call him Andreas. He gets me, boy, come here. You know, it's just, it's one of the best games I've ever played. Part of the PlayStation 4 generation, you know? And it seems like we're gonna have to wait just a little longer to see if they either continue Kratos' story with his son or they wrap it up in a bow. We will have to wait to see. But in the meantime, we can savor and go back and replay this game over and over and over again and still have fun while doing it. But in the meantime, while we're waiting, coming up in the fall, in October, we have Far Cry 6. Now, Far Cry 6 is another um, series that has been very successful amongst gamers. And so it's one of those games where it's always the same thing over and over again. The game never changes. Characters change, the plots change, but the game fundamentals of that game is always the same. You're on a stranded island, things go bad. There's always somebody in charge. There's always leaders in charge of different areas of the, of the board of the island. And you have to basically go in and be a fighter amongst the people, which is fun. 
Don't get me wrong. And the new installment is particularly good. You understand? The new installment is particularly good. Uh, at first, I was like, oh, here we go, Far Cry 6. How many different Far Cries are going to be? Is this one going to be something different? No, it's the same game. This, the same game. It ain't never changed. But it's one of those games that you just love to hate. One of the things I, you know, the weapons are always my favorite part of Far, Far Cry. So even though God of War is delayed um, and people are scrounging, um, by the way, did I, I didn't mention that the reason why God of War is delayed is because of their blood, basically, long story short, they're blaming it on, you know, the pandemic and everything slowed everything down, which is understandable. As I said before, we're finally getting to a place where things are kind of getting back to normal, but we have a, we have a little ways to go. But in the meantime, we can sit back as nerds and have fun playing video games, just waiting for Ratchet and Clank is coming out on June, I think it was June 11th, June 11th exclusively to PlayStation 5. Oh, now that's another series. See, PlayStation does real good with the series. Xbox does well too. See, that's another game that always stays the same, but we love it so much. You know, Ratchet and Clank, Rift in Time on PlayStation 5. I'm gonna check it out. You're gonna check it out. One of the things that, you know, now that we're in the beginning phases of next generation gaming is that some, a lot of people have PlayStation 4 and some people have PlayStation 5. So now what a lot of creators are forced to do is create both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games. Best example, Cyberpunk. For those of you who rushed out to get Cyberpunk, had a lot of you had to end up getting refunds because those of you who brought PlayStation 4 versions of Cyberpunk ended up having to get refunds because the graphics wasn't the same. Well, of course not. What do you expect? PlayStation 5 game, if, if, if you have a new, specifically new titles, right? PlayStation 5 exclusives, you don't want to be playing that on PlayStation 4. Although you can, more power to you. Just know what you're getting yourself into. It's not going to be the same. I can show you. Now, will all games crash and burn like Cyberpunk? No. Now that Cyberpunk was the first to make that mistake, you better be sure that other studios won't be making that mistake. So I have confidence that it'll get better because I, I don't believe that a lot of people would not have transitioned to PlayStation 5 to at least the end of next year. You know, so we, we have some time. It was time to kill. You know, what are you currently playing? You know, remember, I always want to hear from my nerd community and feel free to watch my YouTube videos. Bird the nerd. I'm going to be posting stuff all this week and um, follow me on the Twitter at verb underscore nerd. You know, to chat, get to know the community, posting different things, all the mix. You know, we got to stay connected, staying connected. that the pandemic is showing signs of recovery, everyone is going back to the movies. Who's been to the movies? What have you saw? Did you like it? Is it the same pre-pandemic? Let me know. I wanna know. I haven't been back yet, personally. But I love going to the movies. It's one of my favorite things to do. And even though we have streaming, 
we have to continue to support our movie theaters, but also movie theaters needs to step up and show that they can compete with streaming, which has become a juggernaut across the world. Now, come on. We all, we was just spent the whole episode talking about streaming, the impact type of shows we watch, type of shows we're going to watch. Movie theaters, there is absolutely nothing better than movie theater popcorn, especially with the extra butter and a tall cup of soda. Mm, yum. See, I done get on to start talking about popcorn and everything. I done geared off, geared off subject. Towards the end of the year, Right, we're getting to a point now. A lot of movies, a lot of streaming services such as HBO and Disney, dang day releases. Um, we have Cruella, which I'm going to review on my YouTube channel. So keep so keep posting on that. People are going back to the movies. If you're fully vaccinated, you've got, you know, you're going back to the movies. Some of us who could be uh vaccinated. Uh, may not still want to go to the movies. Which category do you fall in? Let me know. Um, but you know, as uh, big titles like Spider Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange is uh, I think Doctor Strange is next year, but you know, as next year rolls around, you know, I do believe and I'm hopeful that everyone want you know, people will still go to the movies and we'll see streaming services probably start to cut that day and day thing that we're currently doing that we're also enjoying with the conjuring three and so i mean i love the movies just like the rest of us and i think that the experience overall when going to the movies is one of a kind now particularly um when I first came to Earth, you know, before the time of IMAX, you know, going to the movies, we didn't have a choice. And now we have the choice between IMAX and 3D. So I'm an IMAX kind of guy. I like to see my movies in IMAX. I like big screen, good popcorn. I believe that we don't need to totally disregard the movie experience. I think that, like I said, I think that movies should step up, allow movie theaters the opportunity to create premium experiences for their guests. It's simple. Um, and I've known a lot of people who have experienced, including myself, have experienced horror stories at the movie theaters. Mice, rats, rodents. Cell phone thing doesn't bother me as much as it used to, but it can get kind of annoying. Um, and I've also had some very fun experiences at movie theaters. So overall, you know, and I'm liking that, you know, nowadays a lot of movie theaters are stepping up, going premium. You know, we have drive-in, uh, not drive-in, dine in so that's always nice too and um now that the pandemic is over i'm very curious to see how movie theaters um you know uh not pandemic is not over but as pandemic improves i'm very curious to see how movie theaters fare now that the streaming wars is making its ascent through hollywood I hope you enjoyed this episode. It is my pleasure, as always, to be your gracious host. This is Verb the Nerd on the wonderful world of Verb. Tune in next time. Peace.